Welcome to the Uncensored Society Podcast, where guests share their insights, experiences, and tactics to help you accelerate your business. So building, scaling, and monetizing your business is made easier. And now, your host, Kay Suthar. Hey guys, welcome to Uncensored Society Podcast. I have an amazing guest for us here today. Now, our next speaker comes from humble beginnings in South Africa to working her way up as an international world traveler, human resources executive, and leadership coach. She has lived in the Middle East and around Europe, making waves in the world of HR and coaching over the last 20 years. She's also a co-author of a book called Where Is There? Finding There Through Your Calling, Vision and Goals. After 20 years of working for large multinational organizations, she co-founded her company called TLC Co., the leadership coaching company, helping individuals and businesses learn to lead themselves first create as an aligned vision and go from just being to achieving. She is here today to share with us how to set an aligned vision for yourself and your company, break it down into goals and then break it down even further into action. Please welcome Louise Socket, co-founder and CEO of TLC Co. Oh my goodness, thank you for coming on board Louise. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you very much, Kay. And that introduction actually made me very nervous just now hearing my name like that. But thank you very much. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> you know what? No, you deserve it, Louise. Like with all your accomplishments and everything that you've done and your experiences and you've built a company to where it is today, you totally deserve it. Anything less just wouldn't amount to anything, right? So okay. don't be nervous. It's all great things. And I look forward to learning more about you. And I know our listeners are as well. So before we get into the whole nitty gritty of things, I'd love for you to share with us a little bit about what your background is and how you came into building this type of business. So my career started, like you said, over 20 years ago in human resources. And I was very fortunate to start my career in the Middle East, actually. Um, and that has just propelled me, you know, to where I am today, because I had the opportunity to work with large multinational organizations, but also organizations that were incredibly diverse. And, you know, that diversity has taught me so much. Um, and, you know, I've worked in different sectors as well. So I've worked in profit as well as non-for-profit. Um, and, you know, I'm took the, the leap kind of, you can say, to the non-profit sector because I wanted to have an impact. Um, I just felt that, you know, I can do more. I, I can have a bigger impact somewhere. Um, but that wasn't enough. Uh, I got frustrated because I just felt I didn't have a direct enough impact. Um, and this is where TLC Co, or the Leadership and Coaching Company, started. Um, because my, my business partner and I wanted to have a more direct impact on individuals, but also on organizations. Yeah. And, you know, throughout my career, I have seen so many individuals and organizations literally just go from task to task. Um, so it's kind of like on this hamster wheel and not moving anywhere. Um, and I want to stop that. That's our mission. We want to stop that and really help individuals and organizations to reach their potential because they have to. Potential and they can do it if they just need a little bit of you know guidance on, on how to get there 
Okay. Now I just want to backtrack there, right? And I might be just indulging myself here, but I love traveling too. So you said that you, you know, lived in the Middle East and Europe. Drop some countries, please. Like I would love to hear where you're where you've worked. So when I was, uh, I left South Africa when I was about twenty-two, and then I lived in Dubai. Um, that's where I started my career. Um, and I started as like a junior HR, you know, administrator doing, doing filing basically. Um, and while I lived in Dubai, I traveled across the world with the organizations that I worked for. So I've been to the U S and, you know, to Asia, to different countries, of course, in the Middle East, all the way up to North Africa, um, Europe, of course. And I just, Loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, from Dubai, we then moved to Barcelona. So we lived in mainland Spain. Um, and then from there, I lived in Switzerland and in Geneva. It was too cold. Um, I didn't like it. I'm, I'm South African. I could not stand the cold. The snow is beautiful, but it's too cold. Um, and then from Switzerland, we decided we needed the sun. So we moved to the Canary Islands in Spain. So now I live on an island, a beautiful island in the Canary Islands. Oh, my God. So why did you give all of that up? What Give up what, you mean? Uh, you know, um, working for these companies and traveling all over the world. Because, like I said, I wanted to have... I really wanted to feel like I have a more direct impact because um, I was getting frustrated myself because, you know, organizations, they have really set ways of doing things and set ways of this is the direction we're taking and this is how we're going to do it. But maybe if we do it slightly differently, we may get there quicker. Um, and I just felt like I didn't have a big enough impact. It took too long. Um, and also, if you look at larger organizations, they have very specific um, you know, coaching interventions or learning interventions for their leadership teams. And it's not always fit for purpose. And then you see some leaders, you know, they just go through it. And again, it's back on that wheel again. They churn the people through all of these programs to help them, but it's not really having an impact. Nice. Um, and we have found that, you know, by really tailoring the coaching experience, really ta tailoring the learning experience or the change management experience for an organization, we can have a bigger impact. And we have seen that already with the companies and the individuals that we've worked for. And that is what gets me up is to see in the morning is to really see that change. And you see the smile on someone's face when they have this like light bulb moment. Um, that for me is just, it makes my day. Oh, that's amazing. But one of the things that I really picked up on what you're saying is when you work for these different companies in corporate, you really needed to kind of spread your wings and fly. But yeah, yeah. what you're feeling is that you were just constrained and restricted mm -hmm. as to what you could do, right? And unfortunately, you know, the corporate world is very much like that, right? They kind of put you in a box. This is what you can do and don't step out of it, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, so that was what really pushed you to kind of get out and serve the world on, on a bigger scale. Basically, basically, yes. All right, awesome. So, now, Louise, I heard that you have the ability to help overcome being stuck. What does that mean? Give us a little bit more information around that. So what I mean with overcome being stuck, because when you are, um, you know, kind of in, in the situation where everything just looks the same when you can't you can't see things differently. Right. You were on this track and you don't quite know is this for what I want to do? Do I want to do something else? You feel, you feel stuck. 
And with that stuckness becomes you feel overwhelmed because you think that there's just no, you know, it sounds horrible, but there's just no hope, right? This is it. This is, I wake up, I go to work, I come back, I go to bed, I wake up, I go to work, I come back, I have drinks with friends on the weekend, and then that's it, right? Um, and what we do is, you know, you really start with, with setting a vision, but setting a vision of something that you really want to do, not in the box, because it's that box, it's that clipping of the wings that kills it, right? Right. Um, and I mean, and, and, and it starts with an exercise where you really think about, so what is it that I want to do? Um, you know, so if you, if you kind of, you know, if you close your eyes and you imagine 12 months from today and you've had the best 12 months and sky's the limit don't think about in my current job or in my current location you know you had the best 12 months um what does it look like what gives you that feeling of yes that's it that's what I want to do wow that's amazing now I would love for you to give us a little bit more information in regards to what actually qualifies you as an expert in this field so like I said earlier, I've been very, very fortunate because I've worked for, you know, I don't know, with thousands of leaders across my, and you know, across my career. And I have seen the most impactful and successful leaders, what it is that they do and what sets them apart from those that don't. And that's not just for leaders, it's any employee or any individual. Um, and in addition to that, you know, I've led um, very large and very small human resources teams across different geographies. And again, you see what makes the most successful people successful and what, you know, what sets them apart from the rest. Um, I've also done my master's in human resources a few years ago, um, which I really enjoy because it kind of gives you, again, some of those foundational things, right? More the theoretical, but I've been fortunate enough to have done it in practice and I've seen the things that changes people and has the most impact with others. Wow, that's amazing. Now, I've got to ask you something. Want, and, and let's, get, let's get some dirt here, right? Now... <laughs> You've been doing this for quite some time. Mm. In your opinion, your you know your expertise and your experience, what are some of the major or the most popular issues people have around leadership? One of the most, I think, the key things that people struggle with with leadership is they don't lead themselves first, because you know it's kind of that old saying of walking the talk, right? Mm. So. Self-leadership or any leadership position, any leadership role, whether you're leading a business or a sports team, it does. It's the same thing. It's the same principle. You're leading yourself first. And you you know that you have to have a level of self-awareness to understand what is it that I'm doing really well? What is it that I'm not doing well? Because if I know what I'm not doing well, I can actually work on it. But when you have a, a blocked leader, and I say le- use the word leader in that, in that instance lightly, when you have a leader that's just, I am here to lead you, you need to follow, and there's no learning through, it, you, can't, you can't lead other people. No, see, it, the way I see it, they're not leaders, they're bosses, right? And they, they, are, they are, they're managers, they tell you what to do. Exactly, and you know, I myself, when I've been in nine to five, I have come across a lot of them, and that's the, the main reason why I was like, nope, 
you know, nine to five is not for me because I need to spread my wings just like you had to. And I can't have these bosses telling me what to do when they actually don't understand what we do, right? <laughs> and and unfortunately, that happens too frequently. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm jumping ship now. But um, yeah, I mean, what I, the biggest thing that I've noticed, and, and tell me if you realize the same thing or if, if you've noticed something different, but the corporate world and the business world are very different. In the business world, I find that you find more leaders. In the corporate world, there's more bosses. Have you found the same? I have found the same. And I think, you know, in the corporate world is, and there's nothing wrong with the corporate world, okay? If that's your choice, then that's what you want to do and that's okay. But in the corporate world is um, you are there to earn a salary and then that's it. Mm-hmm. your why or you know that kind of lack of purpose is 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 there there's no there's no real I'm here to change the world or I'm here to do something incredible I am coming to earn a salary and then I'm going home and it's that that lack of purpose whereas if you go into the business world where you have you know entrepreneurs like yourself and myself and we start our own businesses our why and our purpose is so incredibly strong that you know, we we are there to change the world and we are there to, to have an impact. And I think that for me is the difference. Yes, definitely. I totally agree. And like you were saying, you know, if if you want to um, stick to a nine to five job, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Right. Is whatever you feel comfortable with that you want to do, um, carry on doing it. But if you have a bigger purpose, a bigger why, then you have to go find out what that is and do what your heart really leads you to do and mm-hmm. serve a bigger world. Right. So okay. going from that, Louise, are you able to teach our audience today um, something that they can relate to and implement in the business right now? Yes, absolutely. So I alluded to earlier about, you know, kind of thinking about 12 months from now, you know, what your life, if you had the best year of your life. So when you have that image in your mind, hold that image and then think about where you are today and then what's the gap? Because it's that gap that you want to fill, right? And then once you have an understanding of, right, I am here now and at least in the next 12 months, this is where I want to be. Um, break it down into goals and you know we most people know how to do goals you have three big goals and then you have another three goals for every quarter etc but then what most people struggle with is say right I have a goal now what now you break it down into actions and this is that action step because without action it's never going to happen and there's a um, a poem by Ruhr Kipling who was an English novelist which is super helpful to think about how you need to think about breaking down the, the goals into actions. And if it's okay, I want to read that. If, if that's okay, okay. Go for it. And the, the poem goes, um, I keep six serving men. They taught me all I know. Their names are what, why, and when, and how, and where, and who. I send them over land and sea. I send them east and west. Um, But after they have worked for me, I give them all a rest. So basically, this poem touches on the five W's and one H. Okay, so you have a goal. Now ask yourself, you know, what is it that I want to do? Why? What is it that I need to do? Sorry. Why do I need to do it? When do I need to do it? How? Where? 
and who am I doing it? Am I doing it for someone else? And this is how you then break those goals into actions, something that you can touch. And then there's many other tools that you can use, you know, to make it smart goals. Um, I mean, most people have heard of smart goals, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, etc. And then you break that down. But answer those five questions um, and then you'll have your actions and then you have the there and then you just have to have self-discipline and actually do the actions. Um, but this is something that it really stuck with me and I do this with myself um, and it works. You know, first of all, I've got to say thanks for sharing that poem because I've not heard that anywhere. This is the first time I'm hearing this. And as soon as you kind of, you finished that poem, I was like, oh my God, that, that makes complete sense. It's mm -hmm. so simple. We yeah. hear this all the time, but we don't necessarily use this, right? Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. Um, but the one question I do have for you is, it's great if you know where you want to be in 12 months, in five months, um, sorry, in 12 months or five years or 10 years. But what if you don't know what that vision or that goal looks like, but you just know that where you are right now is not where you want to be? Where does that person go? So it starts with self-reflection and we actually have a really um, helpful self-reflection exercise mm -hmm. and it touches on something called um, the wheel of well-being as well. And this this um, ex this uh, exercise is called from drifting to thriving because then you're drifting a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And it really starts with figuring out, right, who am I today? Because it starts with self, right? Who am I today versus who do I want to be? And, you know, you may be today. So say, for example, today I'm working, you know, 12 hours a day. I'm not happy. I'm not happy in my relationship. I'm not happy with my finances. I don't know who I want to be. You know, I feel like unhealthy or overweight, etc. Okay, so that's who you are today. Now, if you think about, you know, by answering a series of questions, who is it that I want to be? Um, then you have an idea. And then again, it's always that gap analysis. And the wheel of well-being basically is a tool, and it's in the it's in the exercise where you rate different areas of your life um, by answering a series of questions. So where am I in terms of finances? Am I a 10 or am I a zero or am I a five? All right. And it goes like that for eight areas with your life. Um, and then you decide which area is it that I want to focus on, because even though that may not be your ultimate goal in the next five years, that's going to put you on a trajectory to change. Because if you want to change one thing, What's start that? with one, because otherwise you get overwhelmed. Ah, OK, so do one thing at a time. So you've got eight areas that you want to kind of change and um, kind of evolve from. But you got to do them one at a time. So how much time should you give each one then? It doesn't mean that you have to focus on all eight, though. So just to clarify. Okay. So I just gave an example. So say, for example, you say, you know what? My relationships are great. I don't want I don't have anything I want to change on that now, but I'm struggling with you know, my well-being or my health, because I'm not putting that first, I'm just working. And I'm not, you know, I'm not really looking after my finances, for example. So these are the two areas that I want to focus on. I mean, if you rate all eight low, um, and, you know, then we would perhaps need to have a conversation to say, right, 
perhaps you need some more professional help because I'm not a psychologist. I'm not, I'm not a trained psychologist, right? But this is just really to kind of narrow down what are the areas that you want to focus on based on where your self-assessment has rated you. Okay. Oh, I like that. So it's something to really start with and find kind of reflect or figure out, you know, self-analyze and see which areas you want to work on and then Mm. take it from there. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Now, are you able to give us a few success stories that you've had with recent clients? I do. And I have a recent one. And I'm so proud of this lady. Um, (laughs) Now, she came to me a few months ago, and she was stuck, basically, she just felt really down. She'd been in the same job for the last five years, she didn't know what she wanted to do. Um, And she asked me to give her career coaching. So I said to her, well, let's, let's just have a conversation first. Okay. Um, because career coaching, I mean, it's great, but let's first talk about you before we talk about your career and all of the things that you say, I want to do this, I want to do that. But the question is why? Right. Okay, why do you want to do it? Um, anyway, so we've had we had a number of sessions and we came, you know, basically what we came to understand was that um, she had a significant lack of self-confidence. And this stemmed from things that happened in the past. Um, and because she had such a lack of self-confidence, she kept applying for jobs that was too junior, um, although she had all this experience. And I'm like, have you seen your background? Have you seen the things that you've achieved? And she didn't see it. She just saw herself still as an administrator because that is what she's been told she is for you know, a large part of her career. Um, so we did quite a lot of coaching and then we focused on the career and we focused on the vision and we focused on, you know, we went through that wheel of well-being. What are the things? Um, and she's now in final stages of her dream job that she applied for. And it's a few levels higher to where she is now. And the breakthroughs that she had by, you know, by just figuring out why, Um, But also the what, you know, or the there, I should say, um, was incredible. And it was so nice to see her succeed. Um, Another one I have is of an elderly gentleman um, who worked for an organization for a long time. Um, So he was there, you know, it's one of 25 years in the same organization. Um, And he was incredibly frustrated. And I met him through an HR consulting job that I was doing for for the organization. Okay. Um, and he asked me if we can have a personal conversation, um, you know, because he had some questions. Yeah. So I said, sure, I'm happy to help. Anyway, long story short, he was super frustrated. Um, in the end, he went on early retirement and he started his own business. Um, and he is happy, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's inc- again, it's incredible kind of to see that transition of, you know my life is over and I'm so tired and I'm unhappy and look at me now you know oh that's amazing so what I've kind of noticed there is that you don't necessarily say to people right okay maybe this job isn't you know right for you maybe you shouldn't be in a job start your own business you have a conversation with them find out okay what is actually going on here do they need to um, spread their wings and fly and start their own business or is there something else going on and maybe a nine-to-five job is what they need to stick at but maybe a couple of levels up where they can actually have a little bit more power to make change is what they need right exactly so it's communicating with them and really listening to what they're saying to you to find out what the needs are 
Exactly, because there's not one solution, not not one solution fits everyone, right? And this is the same, in, like we said earlier, from in, in corporate organizations, it's not a box. Mm-hmm. Every individual is different. And, and that is so important to remember. Oh, amazing. I love that. Now, I know at this point, people are thinking, oh my goodness, how do I get hold of her? And does she have any additional resources we can get our hands on? So where can people go to get some additional resources and contact you? So we have some additional resources on our Instagram page. So it's Louise underscore socket. Um, You can also find us on LinkedIn um, under my name or under the Leadership and Coaching Company. Um, And you can also find us on Pinterest. Awesome. Guys, all the links will be in the show notes below. So if you've missed it, please do scroll down and check it out. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for coming onto our show. You have given so many golden nuggets here. Unbelievable in such a short amount of time. Thank you so much once again. Thank you, Kay, for having me. Thanks for listening to the Uncensored Society podcast at www.uncensoredsocietypodcast.com. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get this and every other episode that's coming out. We have lots of great stuff coming, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss it. And thank you in advance for all the reviews and comments. I appreciate it so much and I look forward to serving you in next week's episode.